Welcome back to The Love Pod. On today's episode, we have Jake and Matt from 90 Day Gaze. We're bringing you an extra special May-gasode, talking about all your favorite dating reality shows, including Love is Blind, Too Hot to Handle, Married at First Sight, and of course, one of your favorites, 90 Day Fiance. Get your mugs ready, because we're spilling the tea right now. Okay, guys, welcome to the Love Pod. We're here today with Jake and Maddie from 90 Day Gaze. Woo-woo! Hello. Hello. How are you guys doing today? Hi, Dina. We're good. Um, we're, we're, we're in our bunker somewhere underneath Van Eyes. Some, yeah, <laughs> underneath a, a train track and an alley and a hobo who's just spitting at us <laughs> in the corner saying, get out of my spot, boys. There but, was an itinerant man around the corner who was yelling obscenities earlier. So we're um, doing our best. How are you doing? Oh, I'm fantastic. I'm glad you guys have that camo of the uh, homeless man on the corner. We don't have that here. <laughs> so it's a <laughs> no, diversion. Like to, it we is. like to paint a picture on our show. So <laughs> no, um, I love it. Yeah. It's got a lot of good ideas, that one. And we should point out, too, because people say we sound the same. Just so people know, I'm Maddie, a.k.a. Matt Marr. And I am Jake, a.k.a. Poodle. Yes. And I did, guys. Yes. So uh, for those who aren't familiar, and I realize that's probably very few people from our podcast, but give us a rundown of 90 Day Gaze. Well, 90 Day Gaze is a review recap podcast of the TLC mega hit 90 day fiance in its in its any in its many uh variations 90 day fiance there's before the 90 days there's my my day fiance what now there's uh what is it marry not, me a little 90 day fiance <laughs> not in my uh, butt, not not my butt. Not, yeah 90 day fiance <laughs> 90 day fiance where are my, where are my pants uh, <laughs> all, these, all these things associated with love. 90 Day Fiance, you said you love me. Yeah. Uh, 90 Day Fiance, here I go. Um, <laughs> but Don't we, forget, we do... 90 Day Fiance, where's my dildo? Yes. Oh, that's, the, that's a very successful where's part of my dildo. Yes, it's true. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so we, we have, we've been recap, we've been doing podcasting for like seven years with other stuff, but we just jumped into 90 Day Fiance last year and we, you know, I'm a therapist and Jake is a life coach. So we're interested actually in these people that are, we make fun of them, but we love the idea that we all are just looking for love, whatever that may be from ourselves, our parents, from significant others. So that is fascinating to us that these people are crazy, but they are doing what they think is best for them, even yeah. though it's not sensical or logical <laughs> but they all have they all have a they all have such a strong that's why we kind of feel for them because they all really do in the end it is an honest want for most of them except now, unless you're ed he's garbage yeah and there's <laughs> like and there have been previous ones from previous seasons who were just on it to be on television be okay. but for but, the most oh, part of course. But, for the, but for the most part there are people they're really there, that's why it's the show is so compelling, and that's why the show's so well rated. It, it's like very, very successful for them. Every almost every woman uh, who is like twenty five to forty five was watching it. Um, oh yeah, I mean, even my mom's yeah. obsessed. She's in her sixties. She got me into it. Everybody in our Facebook group is, even though it's a Love Is Blind group, talks about 
you know, all the 90 days oh, yeah. spinoffs all the time. Um, yeah, oh, love is blind. Huge. Love is blind. Oh, love oh. is love is blind. <laughs> is it? Yes. Is it though? <laughs> um, I don't know. That if you ask uh, Robot <laughs> Vanessa and you Nick ask Lachey, Robot Vanessa Vanessa Lachey. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> which actually she was better at the tell the reunion. She was is good at the reunion. Love is blind. Love blind. <laughs> I have theories on them as hosts and the reunion too and we'll get into that so we're just going to go down the okay. whole like dating reality tv line Let's but i want yes. to talk about yeah. the show first i want to talk about your show okay. um so i've listened to the show i the theme song cracks me up who came up with that <laughs> um i do most of our theme songs i wrote i wrote the lyrics um and i was just trying to think about I, I, some people didn't know that it was actually a song it's the theme from the love boat um yes. <laughs> and know that we uh do oh, you know, we people have, know that we have people who are like oh my god it's a real song like, and <laughs> no we can't orchestrate that it's <laughs> you know jake and i know so jake and i have been best friends for almost uh 20 years because we were friends uh, in college. We both studied music, like opera, musical theater. Uh, Jake was also a pianist and a vocal coach, and he still teaches voice. But so we have been doing for, that's kind of how we ended up getting into podcasting is that we've been doing, we do a theatrical uh, show called Caber Gay. That's just kind of us <laughs> making fun of, us being of us, life yeah. and making fun of us and rewriting lyrics to songs. So it was just kind of natural when we started doing podcasts of we love the Our idea of like we have to of do the eighties and early nineties sitcoms that had seventies, eighties and nineties. We yeah. love that. So we wanted to do that in our shows. So that's it was felt very natural for us to do it. Yeah. And we we just I the, when I was thinking about when I think about love, the first thing that came to my mind was love exciting and new <laughs> yeah so, so such and a, then we just we just kind of uh i i wrote lyrics and we recorded it and we have a music video um and it's become very popular people have sent us uh recordings of them singing, of them singing it. it and it makes us cry i know so and a, and, a, and a man who's in our group, Facebook group, actually showed him playing it on the piano, and I actually got really teary. Oh, that's <laughs> anyway, so that, cute. That's the background on that theme song. We have we kind of do theme songs for everything. We did one we did. for Too Hot to Handle that was a rap. We did Too Hot to Handle because we do a lot of stuff and we. We do 90 day, but obviously we'll do like a couple of shows in our regular podcast and then we'll do stuff on our, our Patreon or as we would call our Gaytreon. So <laughs> we did um we did Love is Blind on our Gaytreon. We did Too Hot, Too to, Hot handle. to Handle. So um, um uh, we did a couple episodes of Love at First Sight or Love After Lockup and Married at First Sight. Um, but yeah, we did Love is Blind. We did a theme song for that. A very short one, but we did one. But uh, yeah, I'm, I will say I'm, I might be most proud of my rap for Too Hot to Handle. And it's, you know, um, pretty good. Uh, Can we get a little we, preview? Sure. Uh, uh, too Hot to Handle. It's the new show about some fun, <laughs> funny, about some hot and horny people trying to win a lot of dough. That's what it is. <laughs> I love uh, it. And, and then the chorus says, well, I guess we're gonna have to watch this show. Blame the crow. Anyway, that's a taste. 
It's because it's Corona. It's from um, it, dating ourselves, but it's, it's it's one of the themes from Ghostbusters too that Bobby Brown. Recorded. Bobby Brown. One oh, of our shout prolific... out! To, shout out to him. Shout out yeah, to him. One of our prolific. He does. No, I don't I'm sure know. he listens. Oh, yeah, oh, you're so gullible. I am gullible. <laughs> um, but yeah, we love our theme songs. We love them too. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna hop around a bit uh, sure. because you guys brought up the other shows you have, and you have a whole podcast network. There's other shows. There's other shows about shows. So tell us about those other shows, and of course, I want to hear about the Sissy Squad. Oh yeah. Um, well, we did for a while. We were we were uh, podcasting. We started. We were doing River Mails, which was our 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 recap of Riverdale. And to be frank, the show became a big stinking pile of garbage and not a hot, fun one. Hot smoking garbage. Like the garbage <laughs> you smell in on New York streets on, in July. Yeah. That's what it smelled uh-huh. like. It was so bad. Yes. Um, but so we kind of stopped doing Riverdale. You can still listen. I think we have, we had two, we had three seasons. We did three seasons. That's called River Mails. Um, we and then we, we did uh, Southern Charm on Bravo, and that show is called Sweet Tea. Um, and then Sabrina, which is Sabrina, on... the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. We've done two seasons of that. Season three is coming hard for us. So honestly, just because we've been busy with Natty yeah. Day, but that podcast is called Bitchcraft. And then I did a podcast even before Jake and I started podcast. I did a podcast called Dear Maddie, which is an advice podcast. So all of those are on the Sissy That Talk network. Go to sissythattalk.com. Yes. And then uh, the Sissy Squad is a is kind of, I don't know which came first, but it's a spinoff of that or one's a spinoff of the other, right? Uh, the Sissy Squad is our Facebook. Group. I mean, we call our listeners sissies. We call them sissies. Right. Yeah. So if you are, so if you listen to the show, you're automatically a sissy. Yeah. If you what? listen to one minute, if you're a straight man, guess what? You're a fucking sissy. You're gay now. <laughs> you're gay. At least a little gay. Um, but so we just started, we were kind of in this way of like, we're not doing just one show. We're doing kind of all this different stuff. Let's start a Facebook group. So it's this private Facebook group that we just hit 5,000 members that we, yes. um, yeah, yeah. So it started, it started before 90 day, but we were already doing river mails and Sabrina and, and sweet, sweet tea. tea. So we thought, well, we'll start this sissy squad and see. And honestly, I remember when we started it, we were like, wouldn't it be great to have like 50 members? Like we I really, that. we yeah. just thought that would be great to have like 50 people that we can talk to about trash TV. And so <laughs> it's, it just blows our mind that it's 5,000 people now. Yeah. It's, and it's, a, and it's such a wonderful group of people. Everyone's accepting People have problems. People, people will, people say, anybody got, anybody have experience with this, especially during this pandemic time, everyone's been so supportive. Everybody's been, everyone's fun. Everyone is uh, like, People will shout out things and people that anybody know about this, someone, there is some sissy who always has an answer. Always. Yeah. Like, I mean, whether it's, whether it's therapist recommendation or dildo recommendation. Oh yeah. They're recommending they dildos everything. right now. They Y'all, cover everything. Our sex is positive. very sex positive. Yeah. Yes. Which brings this is me the to the love pod after all. It is. And we're, we're very sex positive too. We actually are, are coming out with lo- this might be a love pod after dark episode. We'll see how it goes, but yeah. you know, like the more risque side of things. Good. Um, Good. Yeah. Bring it on. So speaking of merch and, and dildos, uh, 
you guys have a merch store and there's a ton of stuff in it, but I didn't see any sex toys. Oh, for our merch site? That's yeah. because that's because T Public is our who makes our merch and they don't have dildos. Somebody just asked for underwear today and we don't have that as well. <laughs> Uh, we're five. We'll sell anything with our name on it. Yeah, I don't, we don't really have any standards. But if they, but we honestly have nothing to do with that. Um, we honestly too, we don't even make really money from the merch. We just yeah, like it because merch is, about building, merch is about building community. That's like we we'll sell a T-shirt, Dina, and people are like, "Oh, they're getting rich off of T-shirts." Let me put this to bed. We are not getting t-shirts. The, the merch barely covers Poodle's monthly vodka budget. <laughs> I, I prob we probably make a dollar every t-shirt. We literally we make uh, like a dollar. But, but like, that's it's not that's not what it is. But we don't do any of the work. We just upload the designs. T public are great. They are or is it public or republic? T public. T they we tell them what they want. That's the joke. T public. Oh, I just got yeah, it. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> I'm just realizing you just got they, it. And um, it saddens me. <laughs> but they design it, they put it up, they do everything. They handle the return. So we're happy to give them the money just as long as it makes a sissy feel good to get to get a mug that says if you can cream it, you can dream it. You can dream it. Saw that today. I'm gonna hit up the store again in a little bit. I was prepping for this interview, but there's definitely some some gifts I want to buy for upcoming yes. quarantine presents. Very inspirational. Very inspirational. Absolutely. I mean, that's yeah. like quality therapy right there. <laughs> and speaking of therapy, Matt, you're a psychologist. Um, so I would like your professional opinion on who you think the most unhinged dater is on all of the dating shows Ooh. well and poodle is a life coach he does basically jake yes. was teaching he was yeah. teaching voice for we'll so many years and really we always talked about how we did the same thing because voice yeah. lessons everybody cries and then he's like why don't i just get the life coach certified and do that as well um the most unhinged dater i honestly have to say it it really probably is Darcy in some, oh. and I love her. You guys we, love Darcy. Oh, <laughs> she's, we, you know, she's, she's like that for you. You know, we talked about you, uh, with animals, you love animals. Yes. And she is, she is the, the beat up dog in the corner. Who's going to love everyone who walks through the door. Yeah. You I know, I adopt her. <laughs> yes, yes, you will adopt her. It's almost kind of two spectrums where I would say like, it could, if you go the way of like someone we love who's totally unhinged is Darcy because she has horrible expectations. She has yep. no self-confidence. But then on the other spectrum of that, like horrible, horrible daters is Paul oh! who will burn your house down. <laughs> so, but it's just a different, but and Paul is horrible and gross yeah. and we don't has, like him. He has mental illness basically. Although he's got, He's got mental illness, but Jake's favorite thing is whenever Paul is running, chasing Karini. <laughs> it makes him laugh endlessly. Basically, if you watch, if you ever watch the Smurfs, Paul is Gargamel running <laughs> from the Smurfs. It is a yeah. ridiculous. You can search YouTube for Paul from Night Day Fiance running. You will laugh like you've never laughed before. It's he is gift. an absurd human being. It's a gift. Well, aren't they kind of all are? I mean, you have to be to a level to be on on a show like yes. this. Yeah, and, to, and you become to, a caricature of yourself. Yeah, and hopefully, yeah. I mean, I know some are more accepting of others, but 
they accept that they're <laughs> they're up for scrutiny. Oh yes, and they and they'll clap back at you too. If well, if you if, if if there's a bad episode or they think they got a bad edit, they'll just go to town on social media for about a whole day. That's and then why, they'll delete. <laughs> that's why we're not friends with them. That's why we don't have any act, interaction with any of the stars on our shows. Yeah, um, we will. We Courtney just. Uh, her boyfriend, the German boyfriend, sent him a message that Courtney wanted to post something from our show on, and we said that was fine, but like we're not going to have her on the show. We don't want to know you. Um, I had to ask that because you guys talk about them all the time, but you've never had any of the cast on your show. No, and you know what? That's actually a, a credit to Kim and Kyle at Cray Cray. We, we, we Kim and <laughs> Kyle from Ninety Day Cray Cray. Well, we just were starting to venture into this, and they reached out to us. That's why we love this Ninety Day Podcast community because we're all yeah. so supportive of one another. Fathered and there's room TLC, for all of us. Ninety Day Beyond, Ninety Day Cray Cray, Ninety Day Bay, all Ninety of Day them. After Lockup, Instagram. Yeah. Like they're all great. And but they, I remember they said. You didn't ask, but let us give you some advice. Don't interview these people because they're crazy. And, and I will say, we were talking to Dina. Dina and I were talking when when she was, because they had interviewed some a lot of Love is Blind people. Mm -hmm. um, but I will say that show is a little more balanced, it seemed like, than the 90 Day people. Because there's a whole different level of crazy to, to proposing to someone uh, three days after you meet them in person. Yes. yes. Yeah. The Oh gosh, yeah. And I, when you guys told me that you really try to avoid the ninety-day uh, cast, it was funny because I'm like, oh god, what are we getting into? Where we have all these interviews set up with the Love Is Blind cast, but they've been so nice and so supportive. And we Good. start moving into other shows. We've interviewed the Circle cast, but now you know we're starting to get into ninety days and Married at First Sight, and I'm like, oh, I don't know. They warned be, me. <laughs> yeah, be be careful, like. Whatever you do, Tina, don't get Paul to be on your show. He will not stop calling you. He won't. He won't. Don't He'll ever say, give him your uh, phone Dina, number. This is this is Paul here, friend, and uh, uh, I'm gonna need to talk to you about uh, me setting things on fire. So uh, yeah. <laughs> it's 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 true. Uh, the ones who are more who reach out to us, I feel like, which doesn't really happen a lot yet, but I would be less. I would be more hesitant yeah. to have on. You're, you're better off contacting them. Like people like Big Ed from this season um, are toxic, awful people who are just trying to get their name out so they can give you a sticker. Um, he's a terrible human being, so don't even don't even try it. <laughs> I mean, he does photograph models, so I kind of figure like he just yeah. has that vibe. Oh, um, yeah. yeah, what a creep. I and I don't want to make fun too much of he's not the most attractive guy in the world. No, nope. he has a condition. Nope. He got that's worse. Like, that's the least of his problems. <laughs> that's the least. Surprisingly, his lack of neck is the least of his problems, Dina. Yeah. He's a terrible I, person. Uh, I, I, yeah, that's like a whole nother episode. I, yeah, if I start talking that. about Big Ed, I'll never stop because. Yeah. I agree. We this one, this one sitting next to me was kind of in on him in the beginning. But well, I, 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 I knew. I, well, this is what I like too about Jake and I are very different, and very different about the way we we interact in the world. Our core values kind of at the our core values are the same, but I'm the same. I'm I'm usually a little bit more a uh, little bit more suspect of any of these people. 
And so, and I think that whereas I am pretty good at like, okay, I can see their side of why they would think that and do that. It's a little easier for me sometimes, but it- I it hate pro- most of them. <laughs> it provides a good, a good way for us in that I feel like we're so representative. I think that's why our show has done well. Um, uh, thank you to the fans because and the listeners, because I think we represent a lot of yeah. them and that they either hate these people or a lot of people were kind of in my position of, oh man, Ed seems funny. He's kind of quirky. He makes funny jokes. And then- I was like, wait for the other shoe to drop. We're actually <laughs> angrier now because we're like, you made me like you and now I hate well, you. The weirdest thing is, there's every time I meet someone from this 90 day universe, there's a gut feeling I get. And if there's a little bit of too much explaining, I just immediately go, yep, not for me. But you never know. I really liked Avery from the get go. Jake did not like did Avery not like at her. all. You're right. And now he's like, I love Avery. So <laughs> you just never, you just never know this journey that it's going to go yeah. on. People, people in our sissy squad say, you know, Come at me if you think we always put the phrases come at me. Come at me if you if you want to be a Maddie, but you're really a poodle. <laughs> so it's basically like if you're just putting things how things are. That's why we have I keep it real. That's why we have the t-shirt or mug people can buy that says Maddie in the streets, poodle in the sheep. Because I'm a whore, y'all. And I and I say whore in the most sex positive way. Yeah, we love that or, word. It's or positive. slut. We like we like to use We're the word whores. slut. We're a lot. Sluts. Yeah, absolutely. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. We have we no boundaries here. <laughs> yeah. Get it done and have our fun. Exactly. Have either of you broken quarantine yet to get some? Oh, this is good. Now I I live with my boyfriend yeah, of five years. So I'm waiting to be on the reg. Now, <laughs> now I have oh, I'll just I'll surprise you with something. I have not broken quarantine. Okay. But I started I canned last night. Oh, you I did? Am. Good. Yeah. He. That makes me so happy. I because... haven't done it yet. I have. I had never. I had not. But I just. just I, I. I was talking to someone who's like, "Yeah, let's try it." I mean, and I did like video. Uh, I, I was uncomfortable at first. You it showed is your face. Kind of awkward. Yes, I showed my face. How else do you do it? Well, then, so oh, wait, what? Never mind. They're, they're, we're going to get canceled real soon, so, Dana. Y'all, we're going to. Uh, so everybody who's wanting to see that video, just wait six months. Um, you can find his OnlyFans at. I like it. I like it. You, like, you showed your face. <laughs> I didn't think not to show my face. You know what? I don't care. I am glad because, I mean, Poodle lives. I came over because we. So we've quarantined together. Like we made sure, cause we knew we had to do the show. So we made sure not to see anybody. And we are just one of those people that some people did quarantined in groups. So we've done that. But I drove up here the other day. He lives by a fire hydrant and he was trying to put a condom on it. And I said, Poodle, you can't, you can't sit on that. And he's like, you know what? please. I, I, I'm an optimist. <laughs> um, but you no, don't to, know until to, you try. Uh, you don't know. Yeah. You don't know. Um, and you'll learn a lot. You'll learn a lot in pursuit. You do. Um, <laughs> I, I, I was going to say, I have not broken quarantine to have sex with someone physically. That's what I'll say. But um, trust me, I have thought about it. It's been about five weeks and it's been a long time since it's been five weeks. And you guys have a bit longer to go, right? Um, till mid July, at least mid July or August. But when we say that, um, it's going to be the stages. So, um, I don't think we'll be, 
hopefully by mid-june we won't like more things will kind of be open but it's gonna be a while before poodle gets some i'm basically going to tell this tell some guy to come over and then i'm gonna show up in a in like a hazmat suit and lock him <laughs> in my closet for two weeks and then and then i can bring him out he's like crazed and like I, i'll throw him a chicken leg don't worry Oh, good. Um, You're feeding him. And, but he'll be like sex craze, and I'll come out and I'll keep him as a sex slave. <laughs> Perfect. So it's kind of but like too him. hot to handle. But exactly. What a segue, way? Dina. Yes. Yeah, we're not going yeah, to get letters about that at all. <laughs> <laughs> I, we've yet to, uh, I shouldn't even say it because I don't want to jinx myself. Don't jinx um, it. Moving on. <laughs> moving on. Uh, J we'll get to too hot to handle in just a second but yeah. uh you guys mentioned that jake is a life coach and a teacher so mm -hmm. do you have advice for people who get catfished whether it's the 90-day cast or online daters because there's a ton of that right now oh yeah people well here's what i tell people about online anything you are seeing the absolute quote unquote best of them when you're online they are presenting to you the 100% sanitized version of who they are. So you're also going to get fake versions of who they are. And in a way, they're almost the same thing. Um, so what I would tell you, some advice not to get catfished or people who have been catfished, or uh, in other words, either to not get catfished or have some advice for the people who've been catfished. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Well, okay. Well, Either or. Okay, or both. I can do Whatever both. <laughs> um, so I would say to not get catfished, um, be realistic. Don't, if someone won't uh, talk with you via phone, via phone chat and they tell you, yeah, my screen is broke uh, for three months. <laughs> Gee, you who may want you, you may you may need to process that. Yeah, you may need to process. Um, that. Yeah. Uh, also, I think it's just. I, it's not that we have to doubt what's going on any at any point from in these like uh, these online relationships, but anytime someone tells you something and your bullshit meter goes woo woo woo, and the needle your yeah. needle like flicks around, that's a problem. If it sounds too good to be true, then it, it is. Then it's too good to be true. Yeah, and uh, so I would. That's probably the biggest one. Um, if you haven't seen them real in real life talking to you there's a problem that there there's just there's a problem you need there. to have a video conversation with yeah them. if you've been talking for like a with month or two on. you need a video <laughs> i don't want a sex shame no but anyway you know. yeah it'd be nice <laughs> just to don't show clothes. your face if you're not yeah gonna wear if clothes. you if you if you have been if you have been catfished um you just have to by all means do not contact that person again and also don't don't get on the train of punishing yourself for it. Everyone, everyone is in a different mindset, especially right now during Corona times. Um, but you know, start out with the with the with the idea that I'm definitely worth something. I'm definitely worth a relationship. Yes, I made some bad choices, but uh, now now I'm going to really think about these people. I'm going to think objectively about what I'm doing. And I'm not going to basically let the other person call all the shots. I'm not going to dance to that person's tune. It needs to be a compromise. That's what I would tell them. 
I think it's funny that you say people are showing the sanitized versions of themselves and the best versions of themselves. Cause I've, I've used dating apps on and off and there's mm-hmm. a lot of creepers on there. And I'm like, wait a second, this is the best version of you. Yes. Like this is Dina, your A game. That is the absolute A game. It is. <laughs> They're giving you their best. So you can imagine because what that yeah. garbage heap of a person is like. Cause if people oh. are lazy in online dating, they're going to be lazy in their life. Isn't that true? That is, they're going oh, to be lazy. Say that again. Say if, that again. If they're lazy in online dating. They're going to be lazy in their life and lazy yeah. in relationships. Yeah. So it's, it's an indicator of what they are going to be. Yeah. Lazy in, and I would say instead of lazy, especially irresponsible. Yeah. Um, yeah, totally. If, Cause if someone, uh, my favorite is on OkCupid when someone's like, haven't filled this out yet. Um, well then don't get on the app <laughs> or fill it out later or ask me ask me is the worst one ask you what what, what do you want me to ask you that person is never going to do the dishes or take out the trash that is the truth that is the freaking truth and i yeah. don't know i mean if you guys you've been in a five-year relationship so i don't know if you've ever used dating apps but is no. it different for for you on the other side of things. I mean, for a female, it's pretty awful. Like we almost automatically get unsolicited dick pics and awful pickup lines or invitations to break quarantine. So what is it like on the other side? On the relationship side. Well, on the relationship side and on the, like in the beginning with dating apps and everything. Okay. I mean, on the relationship side, I think it's, I mean, we've been together this long. There are this, you know, this is a difficult time for a lot of kind of new couples that are like, we've been together for four months. And they're having to be together and, all the but, fucking time. But oh think about God. it. You probably would do it too. Because think if you're with somebody four months and you realize I'm not going to get dick for three months. Oh, that they would be here. Move in. <laughs> so, so, but the things we do for love or the things we do for sex. Mm -hmm. And so it's a little bit of, of, you know, people are really finding out quickly if they're right for one another. Yeah. Poodle's the one doing dating apps. So I I can't speak to that. I I would say right now, dating apps are the ones that I'm a member of. People are posting things on their profiles, like just for chatting right now. Or, um, uh, but I will say, I think there's a big difference between, I don't know if this is a surprise to you, Dina, but I'm homosexual. Um, I know you don't, you don't have a shot, Dina. I'm sorry. Um, I've been trying, I've been sliding into those DMs guys. You don't, I know know. those boob pics are nice, but it's just not your thing. Those those tatas, those Uh, cojones. That's, but that's, those are. Those are balls. Those are balls. See, I'm just, I'm just um, gonna go to dick. So, <laughs> I I would say the difference between uh, uh, same sex and uh, uh, heterosexual relationships or online are come. I want to break quarantine. They, there's 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 no need for a pickup line, Dina. There's just we just send dick pics. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not that different. Or it's like, hey, you up? Dick pic. I, I don't think it is. I don't actually think at the end of the day, it's not it's that, that different, different anymore. I don't, I don't think it's that different, but we don't get terrible pickup lines. I have a couple, but most people, if they, if they, because just to be honest, LGBT uh, relationships and just getting to know someone in a same sex 
circumstance, we've had to go through so many like weird, uh, just weird, just even just meeting together is weird. So it's pretty, it's pretty honest in a way, but uh, so there's no need for pickup lines, but I can imagine in heterosexual relationships, I can only imagine. I'm not sure if there's ever a need for pickup lines, but they just no. happen. <laughs> like you've been, uh, aren't you, are your, are your legs tired? Cause you've been running through my head all day. Oh yeah. You can't oh, quarantine oh. within, without you and I. Um, no. Mm-hmm. Yep. Wow. I think there's a type of like quaint straight man that doesn't exist in gay worlds. I just don't think, <laughs> I, this sounds really, and this is gonna sound like very oh, entitled. You're like worried about what I'm gonna say, but gay people have to work so hard on themselves, Dina, that we become kind of in a way, the best and worst versions of ourselves. There's no middle ground for a lot of us. That's so enough. you're you're probably rarely going to give them you are gonna, either going to give them a really racy pickup line or you're going to be smart about it. Yeah, I would say about 95 men on the uh, heterosexual side of things are not smart about anything when it comes to dating. I'm not a smart man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Sorry. that's my, Are you channeling my ex? Oh, <laughs> I was being I was being Forrest Gump. But yeah. I am not a smart man, Jenny. <laughs> uh, Your Forrest Gump voice kind of sounds like Al Gore. It kind of does. Uh, lock, <laughs> put it in a lockbox. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, but uh, it's I'm I'm having I'm, I'm I'm okay on the apps this quarantine. I'm doing the best I can. Yeah, that's all you can do. That's all you yeah. can strive for. It's on it's on everyone else if you're doing your best to not just exactly we call it d-bad don't be a dick yeah. um, there you go yeah we believe in that i wanted to try and naturally segue this in but i missed my opportunity to say bless your heart because <laughs> i lived in the south for quite a long time and i don't think a lot of people know what that means and you guys say uh, a lot bless your heart or uh, bless your heart especially said that way so I'm starting it high and going down. Bless your heart means you poor fucking loser. Or as my mom says, it means you dumb shit. Yeah, and or and, and or or bless your heart means not that I empathize with you. That's a big deal. The bless your heart is like the least empathetic phrase you can say. Uh, it it immediately goes to sympathy, and sympathy is a way in the South of looking down on another person. Now there are, I grew up saying it both ways that sometimes you really like, like somebody will say, oh, my father died. And you say, oh, bless your heart. I'm so sorry for you. Oh, yeah. Well, so yeah. did I, but I'm not, yeah. So there is a way to use it in both ways. Um, it's, uh, but yeah, it's definitely, um, not a lot of people use it as sympathetic anymore. It's more, much more and more, I, it was always shade, but I, I heard kind of both. Uh, yeah, people who are older will use it um, as yeah. if you're young, when you say bless your heart. Yeah, it's yeah, younger people. Yeah, I'm yeah. like a 70 year old grandma inside. So I say it I, don't, and I, mean I it. don't I don't ever say it. But just because I grew up and hearing it filled with judgment. So yeah. it's really interesting. It's one of those phrases that weirdly trigger me. I don't know why. Well, Strange. We'll, we'll move yeah. away from it. 
No, I'm saying you can say it. I love talking. I know about why it, it triggers you. I've got two words. It's called mother poodle. <laughs> it's, my old, it's my mother. Yo, I could write a dissertation about my relationship with my mother, but I won't because people will not find it interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Have you had her on the show? No, oh, no. and she never will be. No. <laughs> we've literally sold merch of mother of things that Mother Poodle has said. So <laughs> if she ever finds out she's been on my po- we've talked about her on my podcast, she's like, How dare you? I'm humiliated. I'm like, no one knows who you are. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, just just Never. a couple thousand, hundred thousand people. Yeah. It's fine. Well, the weirdest thing is she'll probably say, "Oh my God, am I famous?" Am I She'd probably say that. She probably would. <laughs> She'd want to probably do our live shows. And then she would say, "Are y'all gonna pay me?" <laughs> she would. She would want us to pay her. <laughs> she would. She would. She would. Oh God, it's funny because my mom is very much. She's actually come on our podcast before. She's helped us interview a couple. Well, she helped us interview Joey from the Circle because we're Italian from yeah. New York, and she just had such a a motherly crush on him. I'll say. Right. She was trying to set us up, and I'm That's like, oh, was she a, was she an Italian yeller mother? No, she okay. wasn't very. I don't want to say she wasn't strict, but she was more laid back than like your stereotypical Italian mom. Yeah. She was like, um, why are you looking so thin? What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. And very, uh, like the everyone's mom, mom. So Aww, yeah, I love those. Yeah. Like she would, if she was on today, she'd be like, come over for dinner. What are you guys doing? That's just very, <laughs> that's very her. She's done it every time we've talked to somebody on the podcast. <laughs> She's like, what are you doing? Come over for dinner. Yeah. You know, you mom, we're in to. quarantine. Yeah. I'll make big CD. Yeah, lasagna, everything from scratch. Oh, God. <laughs> I bet those uh, Sunday dinners are good. She fixes good oh, gravy. Yeah. We are northern. It's, uh, we are southern Italian, and north, we're from the north. We're New Yorkers, so we call it sauce. I think gravy is a northern Italian thing. It is. Yeah, same it thing. is a northern Italian thing. Yeah. Same thing. Uh, and there's a big debate about that in my family for, you know. Oh, I'm sure. The proper terminology. But that's good. That's the cooking podcast. We'll move on yes, from that. Exactly. Okay, guys, you know, I hate to interrupt a hot gossip fest, but we do have to take a break. And then we'll be back with part two of the Megasode after this message from our sponsor. <laughs> 